Thanks for joining us. A slasher episode, Jared. Just me and you this time. I'm sure everyone else would have begged off anyway. Mm. But a little slasher sojourn like we like to do. Today's episode, 1982's The House on Sorority Row. We have covered the remake, I believe, which yep. is Sorority Row, which I'm a fan of. I'm a big fan of. So it'll be interesting to see how this one stacks. Uh, before we get to that, what have we been watching? I have not watched very much at all, really. Mm. Half a dozen full bird features. No, no, <laughs> nothing, really. Nothing. Got, I finished The King's Man. Now, how was that? Yeah, uh, it was right. pretty sort of down on it. Yeah, it was okay. I probably enjoyed it the least out of all three of them. Mm. It's got some reasonable ideas, prequel-wise, but it, it's, it's... Like, some of the parts are full-on drama and actually work pretty well, but up against what the other Kingsman movies have kind of put together, it's a little bit out of what you would expect. Yeah. But, yeah, reasonable reasonable bit of work, and I've enjoyed the series. Okay. Somewhat. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was I, it. I haven't been watching... Much, mate. All right. Well, mine was pretty brisk as well. I've watched a couple more episodes of The Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. It gives me nostalgic vibes. Yep. Because I, I read the books when I was a kid, mm. and there's been so many different iterations, and this one's, again, slightly different. Again, they use characters that in, in the books were associated as male, but there are several who are female now, and and, and, and the change hasn't hasn't done anything to it. It still works out exactly the way you want it. So I'm pretty happy where they are. I'm halfway through so far, and season two just came on Disney, so Good. a little bit in the bank. There you go. I watched. We watched Bad Boys for Life. Mm-hmm. My wife wasn't really a fan, and, and she was sort of like, I didn't, I haven't seen the first two, so I couldn't really get to the characters, and I'm like, well, yeah, there was nothing else to get to. Yeah. Don't really, these guys do nothing. It's not like Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah. But the third one does a pretty reasonable job about jacking up the stakes a little, which I liked, and I think kind of twists a little bit at the end and, and, and gives you a reasonable kind of, you know, why this person's doing it type of thing, mm-hmm. why the villain's involved. It's not as funny as it could have been. I think you could have, you could have worked more along the lines of the whole getting old angle. Yeah. But action scenes are solid. More tearing hammies in 50-metre races and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I look, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think for a movie, for a series that hadn't had a movie in 15 years, I think it's a really good way to bring it back if you're going to. About as good as you could, up, good as you could have hoped for with that Exactly, one. yeah. Because, I mean, Bad Boys 2 was very ordinary. So. Oh. <laughs> I mean, no Michael Bay this time around, although he does, he's a cameo appearance, I believe, at the wedding. But... The action is still shot in a similar way, yeah. you know, that kind of fast-paced sort of stuff, but I thought it went pretty well. Now, I tried, when we were bringing up the Slasher Sojourn, I put forward one that was I found on Tubi called The Majorettes. Mm-hmm. It's a, one from 1986, Slasher. It's a not a well-known Slasher. Yep. I believe it's written by the guy who also wrote Night of the Living Dead, not Romero, Russo. Mm-hmm. Russo. Right. Fucking shocking. <laughs> yeah. It's made for like 80K. Yeah, see, my reservation was, it wasn't whether I'd watch it. I mean, of course, I would watch it. <laughs> but, uh... No, no one else would Not sure be, anyone else wants it. It was fucking horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. No, good. So, I've seen it. I've taken the bullet for you. You don't have to watch you it. You kind of mentioned, I mean, the phrase was put out there, no business making film. 
Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These guys would probably have no business making film. <laughs> okay. It's directed by the guy who played that the the main zombie in Night of the Living Dead. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they had eighty k to work with. It it starts off. It's, it's predominantly a slash, and then it turns into an action movie. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, and I went to the cinema last night and saw The Lost City. Yeah, look, I enjoyed it. Turn your brain off. You know what you're getting. It's good fun. Got a few laughs. Silly as a wheel. I mean, you're not going to buy into any of it much, but I thought some of it was quite humorous. And there's a bit of chemistry there. Sandra Bullock's always good. I always like Sandra Bullock. Mm. And she plays that kind of awkward type of role really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tatum sort of plays the the doughy, <laughs> that idiot sort of character quite well too. So I enjoyed it. And yeah. I'm about halfway through another slasher on Tubi called Graduation Day. Talk about having no fucking, <laughs> no business making film. These guys yeah. had no business making slasher film. Right. So that's it for me. Good. Sounds like you had a, a good week, a good week of... Selections there. Yeah, solid one. Solid one. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 1982's The House on Sorority Row. A certain kind of girl joins Pi Theta Sorority. A girl who likes to party and likes to get close to her friends. A girl whose extracurricular activities were more daring than most. A girl who could turn her fantasies into reality. <laughs> One more fling won't set us back, any. was different from other sororities. I'll get back at you the last thing I do! Because in this sorority, nothing is off limits. 
as long as it's fun for the girls. So when it came time to say goodbye, they decided to make real sure that no one would ever forget the girls in the house on Sorority Row. House on Sorority Row, 1982. Directed by Mark Rossman, who went on to direct quite a bit of, I guess you'd call it, teen fair and, and, and hallmark stuff. Uh, he directed A Cinderella Story. It's produced by Rossman and John G. Clark, who produced Dark Windows. It's written by Mark Rossman and Bobby Fine, who wrote an episode of Full House. <laughs> it stars Kate McNeil as Catherine, Eileen Davidson as Vicky, Harley Jane Kozak as Diane, and Jodie Dragey as Morgan. The budget was 425 k and it made $10 million. The gory payoffs to the murder scenes were added after the shoot and filmed in the backyard of director Mark Rossman's parents' place. I'll go first here, because I'll let you tee off a little bit later. I really enjoy this one. I actually think it's one of the best 80s slashes that's not called Friday the 13th or Halloween. It's really well directed. It has some style about it, some actual style. It's not just sort of rammed together in the mould of what you would have expected. And if the acting's not too bad. Some of the gore's pretty decent. There's some really good things to it. The plot intricacies is where these things sort of fall off a little bit. Uh, the plot kind of goes all over the joint. I didn't really... I'm still slightly baffled by the ending. Mm. I don't know whether they're... We'll get to it, but I wasn't quite sure what the go was there. But overall, I would watch this any day of the week over some of the crap I just mentioned. I gave it three and a half. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. I gave it two and a half. Let's talk. I agree that it's pretty well directed, pretty stylish, but it's also... It's right in the thick of some of the worst 80s slashes in terms of the decisions that are made, oh, things that happen, that sort of thing. Um, I actually found early on some of the some of the sequences of the kills were just someone wanders around for a couple of minutes and then is done in very quickly and with not not a lot of blood and whatever, and then eventually it does pick up a little bit in in that mm. regard, mm. which I do think is is pretty solid. You're right about the the plot; it's a bit kind of all over the shop at the end. I think it works in some ways by kind of keeping the keeping the, the list of suspects very small and just kind of yeah bouncing around between the, the three kind of major ones that are put forward. Well, sort of two, and then they, they sort of introduce another one. But I mean, they don't really tax you hard no, on a mystery, no, do they? not really. But yeah, it is it is quite enjoyable. I don't think I would put it right up there with with some of the best. Like to me, it's it's leagues away from something like My Bloody Valentine. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Fuck, that's a. I mean, there's no. I could have done with a sheriff who just about keels over every time there's a <laughs> slight revelation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Brought to his uh, attention. And look, but you know what though? And this is just me here. I would go ahead and say it was better than the burning. Uh, yeah, maybe. I would probably. I'd probably have to. Reassess. Um, reassess, but I think I probably enjoyed the burning a, a touch more. 
the one the, one of the things that I think was fantastic was the the going into into the spoiler territory pretty early and that sort of thing. That the costume, I think the costume looks fantastic, but it's only very yeah. yeah you see him for one second, he yeah. kind of looks a bit like Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it looks really really good, but it's it's very sort of brief. Right. But overall, yeah, it's good fun. It's it's definitely much so something I would revisit a lot quicker than I would in some other major entries, major okay. Graduation day. Well, I'm probably going to revisit them soon <laughs> after you've given the rundown on both of them. Action and horror in one movie. I can't watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, two and a half was where I landed. It, right. it, it was creeping. The longer it went, the more it was sort of creeping towards a three for me. But it couldn't quite get there. Couldn't quite get there. So whereas I went snake eyes. Yeah. Down the gut. All right. The, the film looks pretty damn good considering it costs less than 500k. Mm-hmm. You know, we've looked at a couple of films recently that were in that ballpark that didn't look anything near as well as this is. This looks well. It had the same amount of cash as the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> was, <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> it wasn't that? Toxic Avenger. Yeah, yeah. Look, and there is just chalk and cheese. Yeah, it looks really, really good. I think the idea, the 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 the, the location having one location works a treat. It means yeah. you don't have to go too far outside of it. It's a bit like Hell Night. Yes. Take the same approach in Hell Night, and it would have been similar budgeted. Yep. But having that one location that where you can use the whole place and the exteriors, and yeah, whatnot. it just works really well. And and this is this is smart filmmaking for a budget of so yeah. low. I have one notable, very notable exception to that about spending all the time in one place. But yeah. aside from, I agree totally with what you're saying. You've got a big, reasonably big, big location to work with. But it's stretching your dollar in a in a good way. Yeah, definitely. Really well directed, Rossman. I believe he was Crossman. a he was a, <laughs> definitely a Crossman. Definitely a Crossman. He was a protege of De Palma. Okay. So that's why it looks the way it looks. I think mm-hmm. he he shoots some of the, some of those really interesting shots. A lot of steady cam type of stuff, following people. I dare say. Department may have lost his number, you know. Oh, got, no, you know no, no. New phone, who's this kind of situation? No. <laughs> he's a protege of Department, but Department doesn't know who he is. <laughs> like, like, everyone was a protege of Department back then. It was the 80s across like. Oh, Brian, it's Mark. Mark. Uh, Mark who? <laughs> yeah, Rossman. Uh, um, you're my suit guy, aren't you? But there's the prowling camera and all that kind of stuff, and some really cool shit. Shots. I think Rossman actually shows a lot of talent. I think, yeah, I think it, it looks like the person behind the camera had had some idea of what. Yeah, I would like to have seen what a bike like this could have done with a sort of a, a camp slasher. Yeah, you know, something a little more right down the line mm-hmm. of your slasher film. Gore and FX are reasonably solid. They're a bit crude. Yeah, I think it's a situation where they don't use them much because you can tell in in brief glimpses that they're not. They're not, they're not high level. No. They did smart things like uh, there was the, the throat cut in the cemetery. Yeah. It looks pretty bad, but they only show it for... Is that the one with the back there. of the hammer? He uses the yeah. hammer? Yeah. yeah. Cool way of it killing someone. But it, up. Yeah, it scrunches up. But they only show it. They cut away really quickly. Yeah. And they come back to the aftermath. And yeah. And you can Which see... Which I think is a good, yeah. good choice. Good choice. Yes, there's one where they use the, the silhouette on the yep. wall yep. instead of actually using the seeing the death. The head in the toilet looks great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
shit. Yeah, yeah, good had, a, had a big dinner. Leatherface had been That's why they. That's why they, you know they, they, it was clogged up in the, <laughs> in the new movie. All the pipes were just unleashing. I like the opening scene in 60, 61. It's kind of shot yeah. slightly different style. I mean, in terms of it's washed out. Super blue. Super blue. But I blue. did like that they didn't just go with black and white. Yeah. They went with something a little bit different. Gives it kind of a dream. Yeah. Dreamy kind of, you know, it's it, it kind of puts the thoughts of, you know, the birds drugged out and whatever on, on, the, on the pain meds and all that sort of stuff. It gives you that kind of look to it. Yeah. And... I like the fact that it kind of quickly kind of sets up a little bit of something that'll come back for us. Yeah. doesn't give too much away, but it sets up a couple of players that we'll see later. Yes. And we'll get and to as know you said, what's going on. It never really stretches too much further than that. No. And that's okay. Yeah. And I really like the shot of the nurse and the doctor about to deliver the baby in the in the kind of glass of the clock. Yeah. Comes up to the glass of the clock. Mm-hmm. And they actually come back to that clock later, twenty years later. He actually early on in the film, they, they he swings past that same clock. Yep. I kind of dug the whole. There's a period there where Mrs. Slater kind of does some things that, and this is probably as best as you get from the whole mystery. But she interrupts Vicky having sex and then mm. tears the the waterbed up, and she calls her a filthy yeah, something yeah. or other. And then she's ripping up the photos of her sorority. Yes. At the same time they are and throwing them on the fire. And Which I, I must say, very quickly, and it was pointed out by Rift Tracks, that's supposed to encompass a number of years. Yeah. She looks the same age in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, she looked the same age when she was giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking use a different actress, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. You can budget and stretch that part, yeah, can't it? Yeah. Um, but I like that kind of stuff. It kind of played back into she would have got she got pregnant young and yeah. all that type of stuff that sort of went on for her. It, it throws the idea out there that, okay, well, we see that weapon being used later for the murders, but she didn't hurt anyone before that. But then they shot her, so yeah. like it starts to throw things that you think about. You don't just immediately go, "Oh, well, this is who it is." Yeah, but I just like that idea of, and it kind of is juxtaposed with her sort of sorority life and everything was kind of ruined because she got pregnant. Yeah, and their life's going to be ruined now because they did what they did. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of dug that kind of, that sort of thing. Yeah. The juxtaposition between the two eras. Um, what about all the chuckling during the, <laughs> during this, the, 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 two, the two lovers keep on giggling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A bit strange. I don't know. And on a waterbed. <laughs> Mate, you're pushing shit up here, man. <laughs> oh, you're pushing shit uphill, mate. You know, it is not a steady place. <laughs> and you're not a seasoned veteran. <laughs> yeah. You haven't gone the course the, streak, you're mate. You're still in the amateur ranks. You're still in the NCAA. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. dude, you're playing in Europe. <laughs> you are playing in Europe. But I kind of did like all that stuff. 
<laughs> when they're talking about pranks to do, one of the girls whips out the dog shit in the bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, we oh, should be doing that prank. That's what I, said. <laughs> I was going to immediately vote for that. Or better still, <laughs> let's drop one in the newspaper and put it under her bed or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I, as soon as she said that, I would have been like, yes. There's my vote. That's we, it. You've got my votes. vote. <laughs> I'll provide the, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a double taper ready to go. <laughs> I'll need a fucking grocery bag. <laughs> It won't just be for a sandwich bag, mate. I'll need something. Holy <laughs> shit. This is where we should have gone. Everyone. Yeah, what? No one gets hurt. No one's getting killed. <laughs> B. Prank is far funnier. <laughs> Who hasn't laughed at someone who stepped in shit? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah. And all it is is fucking giggle, 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 <laughs> then back to the party. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mrs. Slater, you know, <laughs> outside hosing her shoe. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's still laughing about it. Even she's probably having a chuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got me there. Got me good. <laughs> the band at the party. Yeah. They are carving it up. <laughs> they are yeah, awesome. Yeah. I did kind of... Yeah, there was up and downs there, and I do have a little bit to say later on about about their input. But as the guys on Rift Tracks said, you know, when they showed up, they're like introducing even cheaper tricks. Like, yeah, spot on. Yeah, oh, um, but they, they are, yeah, they're giving it everything. They're, they're called two out of three doctors. <laughs> That's what they were called. <laughs> Or four, three out of four doctors. I can't remember. Oh wow! I get the feeling yeah, they didn't last long. I get the feeling they thought this was this was a break. Oh, we're going to get some get some. Mate, Rossman was paying him in beer. Yeah. <laughs> what would have been a break? Because if, no, but you know, every time they come back, the guy is just. I mean, the head's shaking, the hair's going everywhere. He's just re- he's right. And you can it. tell about midway through the film and the party's at full full. Pelt, they are playing their their top notch right. numbers. I mean, there. they've built they've built steadily through the set. You know, three to four numbers in, they're like, right, it's time to go. It's to time the to get the big guns. Yeah. <laughs> I get the feeling that there's not a lot of A material. Yeah. I do too. Now, one of my favourite sequences, and I think this is, you know, once again, it has probably a bit of a De Palma flavour, is when the girls down in the basement. Looking to disable the lights for the pool, mm. and she sees something and hears something, and she kind of sweeps and it's slow and methodical, and you think that she's going to get killed at any minute, something's going to come out of anywhere, and then it doesn't happen, and then as she turns away, the hand comes out and grabs her and yep. drags her out of shot, and there's nothing more. We don't get anything more, but I like—I just really like the way it was handled, mm. built up. Gave us a bit of suspense. There's a death, but it's an off-screen death. Yeah, reasonably you know. good. Yeah, I like that. And the whole um, ball rolls out towards her. Yeah. And a little ball and the swing, the light bulb is swinging. Yep. I dug all that stuff. Yeah. I think the idea of the toys in general isn't a bad one. Yeah. Like the jack-in-the-box is... Because that's my next like. The girl picks up the jack-in-the-box and opens it, and then yeah. behind her you just see a shadow... And then poof, she gets stabbed through the back. Yeah. And then when Katie's walking through the attic and finding 
more toys and the costume and stuff. I think it builds kind of nicely and just runs with a theme for the killer, which I think works and, and adds a, a couple of creepier elements into a movie that doesn't have a lot of that. Mm. I think it works really well, especially the first time you see the costume. I think it's really well done because you're looking at it and it's never – it's really hard to gauge looking at the mask. Like, even when it's a mask, you're just looking at it going, is it a painted face? Is yeah. That, is it actually going to – and then it doesn't, but, of course, they come back to that later on. But I think, yeah, that stuff generally works quite well. Yeah. I got a laugh out of them dumping the body in the hopper and yeah. then rolling it down the street directly into a police car. Yes. I thought that was humorous. <clears throat> It was it was back and forth because I did I th- I mean I think it's one of the funniest it was one of the more entertaining parts of the film but not for the reasons that they put forward you know I mean pushing pushing the hopper containing a body into a fucking parked c- police car and then one of the group fucking legging it immediately it's just a clumsy way of trying to build some of the tension of <laughs> yeah, the, the few that they're going to the... get caught, yeah. but it was fucking funny to watch. Yeah. I don't think they meant it to be that funny, no. but the whole time I was kind of just laughing. Like, yeah. where the cop, even his demeanour, where they fucking ram it into the car and you just get this shot of him kind of just looking at him like, you know, what's going on here? And, yeah, you're expecting, you're waiting for him to ask to look in the hopper yeah. or open the hopper. Yeah. But it's also kind of silly because it's better when they were talking about the pool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it seems to be 500 people who want to get into the fucking <laughs> pool suddenly. No. I mean, it is an absolute biohazard. <laughs> I'm not getting, <laughs> in there. getting in there. Jesus. And so it makes sense that you'd leave the body there, maybe, because yeah. no one's likely to look. But also I'm thinking, you need to weigh that fucking thing down. Yeah. Right? I think the idea is is... Sound enough. They're trying to stretch it out, get some drama out of the fact that they may be discovered and, and run with that a little bit. Mm. It just doesn't, no, doesn't, doesn't quite work, work right. out. But it is, you know, it is, I probably would, would lean towards that being one of the inner likes because I fucking laughed a lot at it. So, yeah. And it's look, it's an extension of the whole prank gone wrong, which is solid footing for a slasher. Normally when you start with that, You've got some. You've got some. You can get some mileage to work with. They do it to varying kind of degrees of success in here, but it's usually a solid foundation. And oh I yeah. I think the idea works. The 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 idea works for the most part here. Definitely. The girls killed in the toilet. I I really like the idea of turning all the showers on and the fucking steam is in steam the air and the condensation's on the door. Yep. And then she's killed. Um, I think that stuff really works well. It actually kind of builds a little bit of tension again into it. Yeah, I liked it. Which was which was solid. Yep. I don't know why I had I laughed here. Well, I think I know why. But when the doctor finally fronts, yeah, he pulls up out the front. He gets out of his car, and as he's walking across, we sort of pan across, and there's another car there. And good old Peter's pissed as a fart in the front seat. <laughs> 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 he's just, he gives it a lazy. I was like, fucking hell. Peter hasn't left yet. He's well, just gone and gone on the piss after <coughs> he was told to leave. Well, it explains. I mean, there was a, a brief second later on where, you know, where he wanders in. And I'm like, what the fuck's he still doing here? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's pissed as a fart. He doesn't know where he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you uh, go. You solved my my logic. My questions about the logic. I enjoyed that there. for some reason. Yeah, I really like the visual of the, all the dead girls in the pool. Mm. They find all the corpses in the pool. Yeah, and 
Well, it's, uh, mate, it looks like fucking creature from the Black Lagoon under there. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. It's, it's like it's it's just it a cool looks, look, yeah. and it also harks back to what they did, like yep. what they initially did. Yep. So I, I kind of really appreciated that sort of coming back. Yes. As I said before, I like the idea of using the back end of the hammer yep. to cut a throat. Mm-hmm. I thought that was quite quite cool. Again, cutting away nicely. And I did like Vicky actually getting, because Vicky was your, your bitch character. Yep. And then she gets the fucking cane directly in the eye, which I thought wasn't too bad. Mm. Nice little double whammy of deaths, because we hadn't had tons of deaths. For the most part, they'd been spaced out, so it was good to get a couple in quick succession there near the end. Yeah. You mentioned the, the way he looked in his costume. Well, we only briefly see him for a split second. He kind of looks up at her. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, we need to see more of that. Yeah. Like, he well, looks when the awesome. Head lifts up. I mean, once it's there, it's kind of expected, but it injects a bit of life into the, into the, the last minute or two. It's really brief that it's on there, but yeah, I really like it. It's cool. We never see him again. No. See, this is where I've got some questions about it mm-hmm. at the end, so we'll go into that in the dislikes, because I wasn't quite sure what had happened at the end. Okay. I mean, I'm a dullard. Well, well I don't know if I can fucking clarify anything. True, true. <laughs> the fucking blind leading the blind. It's like two cavemen fucking <laughs> <laughs> trying to get a spark out of some rocks. <laughs> yeah, like. exactly. Without realising you have to knock them together. <laughs> now, I said this to you, Jared. The way Catherine walks into the toilet and sees that head. Yeah. And then she peels out of there like she's seen the most disgusting thing in history. Yeah. Uh, it It... It hit me because it was like that time I saw the triple decker in the dunnies at the UC. I believe I peeled out in a similar way. Yeah, I think you did. You, you probably only peeled a couple of steps before you were on your horses. <laughs> I was. I was. And I'm not going to lie to you, mate. That triple decker was as big as yours. I'd say fuck. Essentially, I saw exactly what she saw. It was just fecal matter, and the smell was fucking rancid. <laughs> I haven't legged it out of a classroom, a, a toilet, <laughs> that quickly in my life. People would have thought I'd fucking seen a ghost. They would have. <laughs> Thankfully, it was six o'clock in the morning, so no one saw me. But, but who's doing that? Somebody to me. That should be a fucking criminal offence. <laughs> fucking university students have got too much time on their hands. <laughs> I mean, was it somebody's scientific experiment? Can yeah. we put a bed of toilet paper and then shit in it and then bed again and shit in it and then bed for a third time? Have we got enough room in the hole? But see, when you think oh, about that, shit. if it's one person, I mean, that's a fucking Herculean effort. <laughs> so it's it's unlikely that it's one person. So you got, it seems like you had to get multiple people to concoct this scheme together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a group project. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, it was the most fucking disgusting group of people in the history of fucking university. <laughs> I thought fucking Animal House was bad. <laughs> 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 
What a stitch up. Oh, yeah. oh Jesus Christ. That's enough of that. Yeah, imagine the poor bastard that had to fucking clean it. <laughs> I would have walked in and just said, I quit. Uh, <laughs> I you, have not. And, and let me tell you something, mate. You couldn't flush that thing. Yeah. I you need, need fucking, to scoop it out. I need, I need fucking hazard paint yeah, if yeah, I am yeah. going to be involved in this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. Um, the last life for me was the Jester was also a cool costume. Yeah. It looked equally as creepy. Yep. So, you know, choice of costumes and shit, they really got some of that right. Yep. And in a way, Jared, I'm kind of impressed that they didn't just then shove the Eric in the Michael Myers type of garb in our face for the last few minutes. Yes. They kind of went away from it almost. Yeah, they did. Which was interesting, but again, it comes back to a question I've got. Yeah, there's lots of questions. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't want to think too much about it. What? Well, you got anything else? No, that was pretty much it for me. I prefer to keep my thinking more to how someone concocts a triple D. <laughs> rather than you know, these, yeah, these yeah. questions that might actually be useful to <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're on the fucking cutting edge of scientific <laughs> exploration when you're asking those sorts of questions. Yeah. Okay, the dislikes. There was a little bit of sketchy acting. Yes. Um, one girl in particular who plays Morgan, she does this fucking, there's this scene where they're having a chat around the table and they ask if they say something about her being alive and she fucking looks at the camera and goes, but how do we know she is alive? <laughs> Holy shit. Rossman, run another take, yeah. mate. Yeah. Jesus. Based on that performance, I can't tell if you're alive. Yeah. Or not. I, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I there mean, is some sketchy I'm... I think Vicky is clearly the best actor in the lot of them. Oh, yeah, clearly. And as you said, you, you get the you get to have a bit of fun with her because she's just out and out. Yeah, pain in the it's ass. very much like the remake. Correct. The, the performance by, um, I can't remember her name. Yeah. You know? But, I, but yeah, she plays the same about. character and it's the one that everyone sort of gravitates towards in terms of the performances. Yep. She's, yeah, she's a far better, the, the, I believe Vicky is a far better actress than the rest of them. I think so. And has had a, you know, a career on soaps and shit, so she's been around and she's acted for a long time. Yep. The prank pulling. Yeah, it's come fucking on. Fucking mean-spirited shit. Grab it in a bag and you're yeah, done. exactly. Oh, Jesus. I'm not, you know what, I'm not wasting my fucking graduation drinking time. I'm concocting this horse shit. Yeah. I'm shitting in a bag, dropping it out of the pipe, set it on fire, <laughs> ringing the doorbell. Back to the esky. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Give it, where's the keg? Yeah, I think, and I mean, the second It's like someone... that shit they pull on Cropsy. I mean, he was a yeah, fucking yeah. asshole, but still. Yeah. I don't want to hurt anybody. That's right. I mean, the second someone produces a gun, I say, hey, hey, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. This, at this step, it just doesn't matter if I said I was in. You just pulled a gun out. I am out. I am yeah, not yeah. doing this. Where's the brown paper where, bag? Where's <laughs> yeah, where's the, where's the fucking shop right bag? And, <laughs> and the where, where is... Look, I've got Canadian clubs to drink. <laughs> I haven't got time to be shot. That's right. Yeah, you know, I've got better things to do with my time. And I also like like when Katie brings it up, that, you know, hang on a minute, we might be going too far. The response she gets is, trust me, Katie, have I ever been wrong? Uh, yeah, probably. yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think you I probably think have. So, yeah. I uh, mean, look at the bloke you're dating for yeah. starters. Have a look, at, and then thinking you get it on a waterbed. <laughs> <laughs> Silly manoeuvre. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That's try and roll left. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, try to see see how many moves you can successfully. 
up. Completely you need up. fucking core strength, as I said I before. I mean, the Anson Mount can't do it. Oh, the three no. Stooges can't do You're it. You're definitely <laughs> not doing the Anson Mount. You're only getting one of the Stooges in. If you get any of them. And I know it's fucking slasher movie logic, but it's really clear in here where multiple people would say, Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> no dear. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. You'll have to shoot us all. <laughs> no, but you know what, though? <coughs> Don't pull the getting shot in the fucking leg prank. And also, did you fire a live round at that woman's foot? Yeah, well, that's uh, that's the question, right? You've got well, a whole gun full of live rounds. Yes. Why wouldn't you use blanks? So you seem to pretend to shoot someone with a live round, and then you actually do shoot someone. Like, And they do the whole, she shoots the, the lamp? Yeah. So you know that it's loaded. Yeah. Yeah, silly. It's stupid. Just silly. What sort of planning went into this fucking shit? I'll tell you what, mate. <clears throat> There's some real assholes out there. <laughs> There's a lot of questions to it, but not a lot of answers as to why you do it. There is. When you, you've got real. like six or seven girls standing around, one of them produces a gun and basically insinuates we're going to intimidate this woman. Yep. If, if she was to go to the police, you would be in trouble. Yep. Because of the use of the firearm. Correct. Doesn't make any sense. It's, it's that's why. That's kind of why the remake wisely goes in a slightly different direction. Yeah, and, and uses the date rape drug sort of situation. Although it's a little convoluted, but it's it easier to better. mask that it's you know you're not firing weapons at people. That's right. Yeah, we pranked you. Oh, hang on a minute, it backfired, and he actually did kill you. Like, yeah, I think that worked better. Yeah, and it also by you know building on that, I think the kind of shared guilt. Idea was handled better in the remake. Yes, like because I went twelve months later. That's twelve right. months later. Where so there was actually... no there was no time in between this one. There was no things that they put together as something to lose. Although I mean, Vicky, even if no matter what, you're fucking going to lose your career or you know, your college education. Yeah, because yes. you pulled the you pulled the gun or whatever. But but you're right about the remake is they put in those things like the main the the, the bitchy character. Sort of wanting to be in them with the elite, yep, and and, and yeah, that wasn't going to work if she got in the shit and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and even outside that, the characters that you don't know as much about, you have kind of different reactions to how they're dealing with it. Mm. Whereas this one, you really just had kind of Vicky forging on and Katie struggling with it, and that's it. And basically, the rest of the girls just uh, exist wholly and solely to kind of. Try and clean up the mess. Correct. That's kind of all they do in, the, in that it, period. It makes them sort of bland. Yeah. Because outside of Katie and Vicky, there's not much, there's, there's not really anyone. No. They're just there to die, basically. Katie gets to react to what Vicky's doing and the silly things that she does, and not much else. Look, we talked about the pool. I still think you hide her in the basement. For Christ's sake. Yeah. The pool then, suddenly becomes the fucking epicentre of the party. Yeah. Again, let's hide her in the pool. When have I been wrong? Uh, when you fucking pulled a gun for yeah, some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she doesn't say that again, but it's like, yeah. Vicky, you've been fucking stop, wrong a lot. Let's stop Basically. taking these fucking silly ideas and do something with a fucking modicum of fucking sense. Yeah. Let's so, not drop somebody in a pool 
that is that people are going to be fucking milling around tonight. Well, like, it would seem that everybody turns up, including a couple of tubby fat asses and a, who who decide to skinny dip in there yeah, for yeah. reasons unknown. But I mean, and they've two got fucking an asshole. Right? <laughs> 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 and about to toss a girl into the fucking pool again. Who prank? <laughs> who are only stopped in their quest to do so when someone says there's a wet t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> coming on inside <laughs> and these things like it's coming back so where <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah but I mean you know old mate who's saying I've got to stretch up and then leans over and gets kicked into the pool fucking classic stitch up <laughs> <laughs> it would only be better if there was a bag of dog shit in there it was on fire yeah instead of throwing a life preserver you say here grab this and throw the bag of shit that's, that's perfect you pull out a Canadian club and head back in <laughs> off you go you know none, no, no one's embarrassed no one's <laughs> people's reputations are fucked but hey <laughs> hey it's party time <laughs> That's right. I'll just say, yeah, before you leave, you just make sure that we, um, we, we make sure that bag of shit sinks to the bottom and of the pool because no one will find it there. <laughs> let me tell you, Jared, if I was 20 fucking Canadian clubs deep, I'd probably like lighting a bag of dog shit on fire and rolling into that pool <laughs> <laughs> of my own free will. <laughs> That's right. It'd only take me 10, I think. All <laughs> uh, right. Okay, okay. It's kind of not that hard. They don't really push too far on mystery, right? It's not hard to work out that she had a baby at the start. Yeah. Something went wrong. Yeah. They kind of play the whole game of maybe she didn't, the baby died. Yeah. And then she's gone cracked. Well, that's the thing, yeah. They, they throw that out there, that, yeah, possibly her. The baby was, I mean, it seemed like the longer shot, but... It was still in play. Yeah. And, of course, the doctor was in play. So yeah. it was, yeah. It's. it's I don't not... know. Was there two babies? Oh, I thought there was only one. Because you had Eric dressed up like Michael Myers, and then she goes straight up into the roof, yeah. and there's a guy in the fucking roof. Yes. Now, it wasn't Eric, was it? Mm, well, I thought it was. It was a quick change, well, artist. Yeah, well, that's what I, that's what I... I mean, that was a question, right? But it seems more likely that that's the case, isn't it? Like a Jason kind of just fucking yeah. showing up somewhere. Yeah. You didn't seem quickly fucking, you know, as you said, she went up the fucking into the attic first, didn't she? Yeah. So. How could he possibly have got up there him? and dressed up? Yeah. I'm thinking there was a twin. And Rossman yeah, forgot that bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 400k. Oh, I just thought that was just a teleporting, yeah. you know. Oh, teleporting situation. Teleporting situation. Yeah, I know. I should have known. Well, maybe, you know, Eric's gone to play pranks and this bloke's, yeah, maybe you're right. There's a twin there that's, that's taking over when he's pranking. Well, again, it's hard to know. I, I couldn't I couldn't get my head around what that was. I'm pretty sure it was just Eric. Teleportation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a lot of sense in a lot of other things that went on. No. I mean, no, he wasn't. fucking supposedly spent his summers in an attic that, to me, didn't look soundproof. I mean, someone's hearing a fucking child saying, because should that, I come out and play? <laughs> is that, that was a, a sorority house, correct? Yes. So does nobody hurt him? That's what I'm led to assume, that she kept him up there for fucking entire summers with no one knowing. That's what no, no, that's right. So it. where was he before, during... I don't know. The the was with his dad? With the <laughs> well, there was one point where I thought, you know, where the, where she's looking at this kind of dream sequence? Yeah, yeah. 
and you see the old old lady standing, Mrs. Slater standing yeah. there, but then you see like a couple dancing. Yeah. But for some reason, it fucking put into my head was the doctor the father? <laughs> I confused myself <laughs> even more. Like, shit, what am I doing? The doctor wasn't the father. No, I don't but, think so. But where was he when it was in Summers? Because the idea was that she would get everyone out of the house by the 19th. Well, where and, the, that, and then and he'd, he'd be there. Where the doctor was, wasn't it, or something? Wasn't the doctor working in a psychiatric hospital? Or? Yeah, but you don't get fucking to, um, Summer at least, well, do you? I would have thought someone asked the question, where's this bloke? He's not in his... Yeah. Oh, no, he's living in the attic. Just <laughs> down the road. But this is the question, right? So we're saying, okay, well, yeah, it's summers when no one's supposed to be there, so that's why yeah. no one knows. But if that's the case, why does he need to be in the attic? Yeah, can't he be roaming around and fucking wander around the house as much as he wants if no one's there? <laughs> you know it'd be busted if the girl's doors sniffing <laughs> their panties. Oh, <laughs> 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 it would definitely be a Mr. Content. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, doubt Absolutely. <laughs> he's also, you know... Maybe that's using... why she puts him in the attic. Yeah, he's also using the girls' toilets. They know someone's, you know, they come back after summer, they'll know somebody's been using that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The toilet seat will be up, the fucking thing of the bloody bowl will be marked. You know it. But I don't don't get any of that. So where was he when he wasn't with her in the summers? And why does he have to be in the attic? During Correct. the summer, because there's no one else there. Well, like they, they go to great lengths to say on the nineteenth. He's in the attic, so someone else has got to. He's got to have a room somewhere else. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just don't understand it. Yeah, none of that stuff makes any sense at all. Um, and if the doctor, if he's if he's with the doctor during the non-summer period in the psychiatric ward, yeah, wouldn't he just be in a psychiatric ward the whole time? Well, that's what you know. That's that's what. We Come on, Rossman. Sort of. That's what I was thinking, but I mean. Yeah, they they don't want too much too much thought, thought around that sort of stuff, really. No, do they? they don't. There's a good, there's a specific scene where a girl's running down a hallway, trying to get away from the killer. She fucking she pinballs from side to side and then does the worst fake trip in the history of the fucking world. Crashes down on the on the ground. I'm just like. These things never look good. Why, no. why are we always doing this in these slasher films? Yeah, not working out. Put on a sprint. But we can just showcase that he's gaining on you. Yeah. I understand the panic and things like that. I can more understand, you know, fumbling for a set of car keys and dropping it. But when it's just a, you know, when it's just a basic function of one one foot in front of the other. Yeah. (laughs) Quick succession. Um, You know what, though, Jared? These days with the cars the way they are, fucking Jason have no chance. I'm a one-press guy, straight in, press the button on the fucking dash, and we're out of here. That's right. I don't have to fumble with anything. Yeah, yeah, correct. And I'm giving him this one on the way out. Yeah, but if it's something like a Tesla, I mean, I'd fucking struggle to get. Oh, the car would my own door open. Be charged. That's all I want to see. I guarantee you, I would never charge. That's the next wave in slashes. Is like, yeah, yeah, with a newer technology. Yeah. You, you jump in the car and then you go, oh, <laughs> shit, I didn't have it plugged in. <laughs> yeah, I can see that just now. Okay, this is my last dislike, and I'm sure you've probably got a couple more. Yeah, I've got a few more. But the use of the medical alert bracelet to tie the doctor to Kate or Catherine, you know, she rings the medical alert bracelet. I understand why she can't call the cops. Yeah. Because she's heavily involved in a situation 
that ended in the death of Mrs. Slater. Yep. Yep. But in also in saying that, she could ring the police and say, look, a prank was played. This is what went on. This yeah, woman's yeah. dead. Yeah, no, I, mean, I did. I did suggest a bag full of yeah, shit yeah. and no one else <laughs> went yeah, for it. Of course I did. Of course that was the first thing I went for. Yeah. But they weren't going for it. The girls wanted to shoot someone. I think it perhaps might have worked better if, if Katie, as the housemate supposedly with her, with her fucking conscience, because the rest of them didn't seem to have one, but oh, they were all if, they had, if she hadn't made a call using the medical her bracelet prior... Or something mm. early in the movie, there's an episode or something. She calls with a bracelet, yeah, and yeah. Then later on, she finds it and it kind of twigs and she rings refreshes. It again. Oh, shit. let's talk. To and the, the doctor, doctor says, What happened? Oh, she's dead, yeah, all right. But it kind of feels forced and it ends up providing a pretty clumsy kind of explanation for everything. Yeah. Yeah, and the doctor turns up and he gives her the injection and everything, and he starts saying things like, I can't. Now, no one can know about what I did. Yeah. We did an experimental treatment. I mean, he didn't mention a twin. He neglected that important detail. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking the piss out of me? Yeah, Is I'll that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck you. <laughs> no, I think you're right. He, do, he doesn't say what's gone wrong. Like, But he, all he says is I couldn't been... tell anyone that we used this. Treatment. Yeah, I couldn't what tell you. What sort of treatment? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, it was a raging success because he said <laughs> there was multiple failures and she was the last one. I mean, he seems to indicate that everyone before this was a failure, but she fucking pestered him until he left. Honestly, this the guy's therapy. fucking Herbert West. He <laughs> <laughs> will inject green syrup into anybody. Yeah, yeah, he's got no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I question whether he's still practicing because whatever psychiatric facility that was releasing people for, for summer vacations and things like that, I'm not sure he's... He's one of the fucking patients. He thinks he's a doctor. He does not real doctor. Yeah, I but, don't know what's what's happening there. Um, none of that was... It was. It kind of brought him in as a late villain. And also the fuzzy blue light, did that make him look any younger? or was he- no, <laughs> no, 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 no. He had not changed one bit. I think they gave him some glasses. Yeah, pretty much. He kind of comes in as a late villain, but it's too late. Yeah. It, it, it amounts to maybe five minutes at the end. Yeah. Which I just thought was so kind of... they bring of, him at the start yes. for five minutes and then at the end for five minutes, and they do similar with Eric, where they just have him for the last. They do show the Doctor midway through where he's talking on the into the dictaphone. <laughs> of again, course we'd laugh at Dick. I question, no, I'm just thinking, and, again, I question his, I want to see his medical license. Yeah, exactly, because he's there going, oh, they're trying to play this whole shit, the woman is crazy, Mrs. Slater. Yeah. Looking at the temporal lobe or something, she's getting violent streaks. Yeah. I mean, at first I didn't think you could fucking scan for that. <laughs> but <laughs> he, he starts going, he oh, she's going to get violent, we really need to be careful. And, and so he, that, they're the only scenes he's in. He's in three scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, weird. What, ha- what else have you got? Uh, well, You'd have a bit more, wouldn't I've you? Got a couple more. Yeah, you're not happy. <laughs> I wasn't. This is what gets you two and a half. I wasn't upset. I mean, number one, honestly, clean the fucking pool. Oh! <laughs> How long are you going to leave that shit like it is? Just clean it. It looks like the fucking Amazon. <laughs> it's yeah, shocking. Like- I mean, just get one of those fucking... Get a pool scoop for starters. <laughs> get the chair out of there. Yeah. Get, like, you know... I mean, these people want to... There's quite a few people who want to swim in it. If I, if I am joining that sorority and you're selling me on a pool, 
I expect to be using the oh, I expect to be able to use it, yes. That's correct. correct. You know, so that's a problem. Look, the kills are a little bit light on and not all that scary in, in no. a couple of parts. I think what you said was right. The first one's pretty solid where she's wandering yeah. around, the ball comes out. But then the next one seems to be more of the same. Yeah. And I didn't like that one as much. She's just kind of wandering around and changing clothes and then she sees the the jack in the box. Mm. From that point on, I do like it. It's pretty yeah. pretty well handled. The gore was a little confusing to me because early on there was none. And I don't mind that if you're trying to build some some sequences like, you know, trying to make it a bit scary with the shadows and the silhouettes, that's okay. But then when they do use it So the ratings seem to be at at the point where they could use it a bit more. Yes. And perhaps it was, as we spoke about, the special effects weren't strong enough. But and, like, you know, when... Um, your money's tight. Yeah, you probably yeah, look money's at tight. Corners where you could. Correct. So, like, when he gets the girl in the bathroom, you just kind of see the handle on the side of her head, and it seems, again, to be covering effects. So, yeah. I don't know. I think that, that didn't work out so... Does that probably. hurt you in 1982? Because, you know, Friday the 13th has just been a big hit. Because you can show all that sort of gore. Yeah, that's right. And you're right. trying to kind of... I mean, the movie, these movies were already starting to sputter out in 1982-83. Yeah. And something like The Burning, even, which had fucking top-class effects, yeah, still didn't make a splash because we'd seen it all. Yep. So yep. maybe Rossman was trying to go, again, being a De Palma... I don't know. He, 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 acquaintance. He, he walked past the barber somewhere. A close personal yeah, no, acquaintance of Brian <laughs> I think so. I think he was a close personal. <laughs> they sort of came together at a party one time. I don't Probably. Know. But the fact that he was kind of going with that kind of mystery element and playing it more as a almost like a thriller. Yeah, and it, you know, to his credit, I think he does his best to to work around yes. not showing much yes. of it and. and get some effective stuff still on screen. Agreed. The party band. Now, you mentioned... Three out of four doctors. <laughs> uh, you mentioned three out of four doctors wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> you yeah. mentioned... Three out of four doctors tell you it's noise pollution. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that, you know, stretching the budget, shooting in one location, good idea, and I agree. But the po- the problem with that and squeezing it into one night is, honestly, we heard their whole fucking album. I know. Every time there was a kill, we cut back to, oh, mate, kicking off a new yeah, song. Yeah, true, true. It, like, we heard so much of the party. You needed a few covers in there. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me something else. And we even got to, we got to them fucking doing a slow. Yeah, slow I know. And they were actually involved in the the actual party. Like, they're going, putting people together on the dance floor. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So, look, it was a fine line to me. I, I didn't mind seeing a bit of them, but we seemed to see a fucking whole lot of them. But also, this is something I'd like to bring up about that too. There's a gigantic party going on in the centre of that bit, that house, correct? Mm-hmm. And yet nobody runs into Eric at any point. Nobody sees one of these girls get killed. There are people everywhere. Yeah. Surely somebody's seeing something. Well, you encounter someone else, someone somewhere in the house, don't you? I mean, yeah, but I mean, there's you know, you'd be going, people would be using the cans and stuff upstairs and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, that could have done some work. Although at least the end of the party's realistic. I mean, we're pushing to the end of the party. The lights are on. People are leaving. 
And some asshole decides to jump on the piano and fucking keep the party going. Yeah. So it's built out a few tunes. That's all right, though. So I'm the kind of guy that would walk out going, what an asshole!" And then I'd wander over, grab a beer, yeah. and fucking lean up and join the seal. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you'd be the guy at the fucking piano. Probably. Probably. Well, I, of course, would scoff at you being there and immediately go hunting through, <laughs> hunting through yeah. open eskies for anything I could find. Yeah, who drank my last Canadian yeah. club? Carry I'm going on. outside. Well, I, I would expect... Once I'd finished my bottle of Captain Morgan, refused to go home, started playing the <laughs> piano badly and belting out a tune, I'd, I would have half expected you to uh, walk out in nothing but your crackers <laughs> and incoherently call me, yeah, yeah, point fingers and yell at me incoherently until the only word I could make out was scumbag. And then collapsed, collapsed onto the couch. <laughs> Oh, I see that's I mean this is purely hypothetical isn't it yeah there's only one person who can who can who can tell anybody about this particular story yeah but you were also Unreliable the Raiders. Yeah, I think you're unreliable the Raiders. I don't know whether I don't know whether your words were indecipherable because of your intoxication or mine. So at that point. Oh man. And I was yeah. also at the level of the alcohol level where I couldn't really debate you on the scumbag <laughs> part of the accusation. <laughs> The rest of it I couldn't decipher, and the scumbag I could not debate. But But I think that's probably why I attacked you with it. You were in a vulnerable moment. You were not in a position to defend yourself. Ah oh, shit! Yeah. All right, let's let's fucking let's bring it. Let's 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 dial it back now. Have you got anything, have you got anything else? No, but, other than other than wanting to be at the party, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I will say this as a sort of a late positive. I actually think the 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 the, the sort of frat sort of stuff looks pretty good. Yeah. In a sense of they give you an idea of what it might be like to live in one of those houses, and it kind of feels pretty good. Other than a couple of Van Wilders at the party. There's a couple oh, of blokes who look 50. There's <laughs> one where the girl goes, that guy over there is looking pretty hot, and fucking cuts to him, and he... He's winking. <laughs> he's winking. And he looks fucking hell. I thought he was one of the bloody chaperones. Seeking girls. Get yeah, there's a fucking couple of eyes checked. There's two blokes that, that get a line each before that. There's just two of them and they say something to each yeah. other. I was looking at the pair of them going, you guys have you classes to plan for. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was a no teacher event, fellas. You should head off. Yeah. Head home, you got things to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's everything? Yeah, pretty much. All right. That was the House on Sorority Row. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au. <laughs> or on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Make sure you rate and review us on all the platforms if you can. That would be perfect for us to spread the word. Next episode, keep an eye on the Facebook page. Uh, we've got a few things in the works, Jared. Yeah. Um, some some very uh, some more you know 
classic sort of stuff, I would say. More notable films. Correct. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.